Hello everyone. Today's episode is called Healing Through Self-Discovery and I have on an amazing, amazing guest named Olivia Holman and she's actually someone that I met on Instagram. I started following her and just loved her posts. I just found her so relatable and inspiring honestly I learned so much from everything that she posts and what she had to say and she honestly became a mentor to me I just reached out to her one day and we we've always just kept in touch and she's always so kind to me and there to give me advice and I knew I would want to have her on the podcast because I just thought that she had so much wisdom to share and we honestly had such a beautiful conversation it just went on and on that's why this episode is a little long today but I hope you guys can listen and enjoy it I know everyone can take away something from this we talked about you know just her healing and her journey like spiritual journey and you know she's been through a lot and it's just so awesome to see like how she overcame everything and how she's still working on her growth and she's so awesome I now feel like you know we actually developed a friendship so I hope you guys can listen I know you guys will love her as much as I do go ahead and follow her on Instagram Um, her name is Divine Wanderer I'll obviously have this all linked in the description she is also a certified doula as well so you can find her page called Align Divine Doula that's also really amazing for any of the mothers out there, any expecting moms. So please go ahead and listen. Um, it's going to start now and hope you guys enjoy. She's Lisa and she rants. You are now listening to the Lisa Rants Podcast. Hi, Olivia. Welcome to the Lisa Rants Podcast. Hi. Thank you for inviting me. How are you today? I'm doing so good. So in the intro, I just told everyone just how I literally met you (laughs) through Instagram. Yes. And I just thought like everything that you posted and just everything you had to say, your thoughts on life was just so incredible. And I just had to have you on the podcast today because I thought you could just like enlighten all of us with just like your wisdom and everything. You're just so inspirational to me. So I'm just really glad to have you here. Thank you. No problem. I mean, so I just, I'll just like jump right in. Like, how did you get started? I guess, not really how did you get started, but how did you get into spirituality? Okay, so growing up, I, my parents weren't really like, you're a Christian, we're going to go to church every Sunday type of people. We kind of went on holidays or, you know, every now and then when something may have happened in the house, we're like, oh, we need some Jesus today. So we'll go like that. Yeah. But um, I always kind of felt lost in a sense because I've always had questions. I was, I'm a Sagittarius. Born December 16th. Um, I don't know if you know much about astrology, but we're very inquisitive. Oh, yes. So I, I love astrology, too. <laughs> yes. I knew it because we connect on that. Every time I post about something like that, we have our little pretty comments. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But, mm-hmm. but um, I've always been inquisitive. I'm like, okay, so if, he, if Jesus is this person, then what does that mean for me? Okay, so if I do this and this, I'm damned to hell? Or I just had all of these questions mm. that never really made sense to me. So I started to go to church more. So in seventh grade and beyond, I'm like, I'm just going to go by myself. I know my family does not go, but I'm going to because I need to figure this out. And I have so many questions. This just doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. So I would always go to church. I would always sit in the front. And I always just like, I'm going to feel it. I see all these people passing out. 
you know, like they're stomping, they're really into their sweating. I want to feel that. I want that. I want whatever that is. I want that. Yeah. So I would go and I would never feel that. Like, um, sometimes I'd have like these bouts of sadness and I'd cry in church because when I see so many people experiencing, I felt lost. I'm like, shit, I fucked up already. I'm going to hell. I don't feel what they feel and this is just horrible. Like, yeah. I, I'm never going to feel like that, you know? Yeah. So I kind of, when I started going to college, I went to Norfolk State University here in Virginia, and I danced for the band, and I kind of just stopped going to church. Like, so much has happened. I'm like, uh, maybe I just need to, I'm just lost. I don't want church right now. Like, yeah. I'm just partying. I'm in college. I'm living <laughs> my best life. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't need that. I'm good. <laughs> exactly. So, um. And I know you have a lot of, you said you have, like, a lot of younger female followers. So when I say that, I think the major catalyst of my spiritual journey was when I was on campus one day, and I actually had, like, a rape incident. And I've always, yeah, I know, I've always been very quiet about it. I didn't tell anyone until years later. But it it was many instances like that on campus that had happened. But because I was so... I'm not sure what the word is. I still try to figure it out now, but I just always felt like I can overcome anything. Like, oh, I'm good. Like, I'm fine. You know, I didn't die. People are going through worse things. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I'll be okay. So would you say you, like, but suppressed the experience? I definitely suppressed the experience, yes. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. But in the time, I didn't think I was doing that. I'm thinking that, you know, I'm this young black woman. I, I have to be strong. So I'm going to continue to be strong. Like, I'm fine. I didn't die. I'm good. Like, whatever. Like, it wasn't even that great. Like, you know, I'm great. Yeah. So, just moving on with my life, moving on with my life, I would say when I was about 21, when I'm starting to drink, when it's legal to drink. Yeah. Because I was drinking way before that, but <laughs> when it's legal to drink, um, the stuff just kept coming up. I feel like I was kind of on the verge of becoming an alcoholic because I would drink, 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 drink. I'm like, I don't like how I feel right now. I don't, I can't pray about it because I don't think God will want to hear me. So mm. I'm just going to drink. I'm going to find the resolution in the bottom of this bottle because that's where it is. And if not, I'm going to pass out and tomorrow I'll be fine. Wow. <laughs> so I would just drink and drink and drink and party and, you know, hook up and just do all these things that most young girls think it's okay to do at that time, mm-hmm. you know, because it's heavily portrayed in social media. Yeah, it's college. That's what you're supposed to do. Yep. Exactly. It's the norm. And if you're not doing it, you're, you're a loser. You're, you suck. Like, you're, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. You know, so when I started drinking heavily is when all this stuff started coming up. Like, Olivia, do you know that you were raped? Like, do you know that? Wow. Where did that thought come from? Like, what do you mean? No, I wasn't. Like, it was fine. Like, it wasn't that serious. Wow. No, like, you truly were raped. And it's an issue. It's bubbling up, and it's coming to the surface now. Your trauma is trying to manifest through your life, and you need to figure out how to heal it. Oh, I love that. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so powerful. And then I was just like, no, you know what? I'm just going to, I'll just pray it off or something. It's fine. I'm good. Well, relationship after dead relationship after dead relationship and all these hookups and all this stuff later I am a lost cause like where do I go what do I fucking do like who is Olivia yeah who are you like I see all these people living their lives like I had some friends who were like singers and they're like on tv and I had actresses and they're 
they're like on TV. Everyone's in their purpose and soul, and I'm just stagnant. Wow. You know? So, mm-hmm. and then my parents are going through a horrible divorce. So my life kind of flipped upside down where I thought my mom, everyone looked up to my, my, my family's like relationship. They were like, oh my God, you know, we always want to be like your parents. They have like this long marriage, this beautiful, healthy, happy relationship. I want that. Yeah. Including myself. So in college, I found out that it was like a lie. Like, you know, my father has been doing this and this and had other children, you know, and my mom just couldn't hold on to it anymore. Yeah. She wanted to wait till my youngest sister, you know, graduated college or passed the house until they told us. But, you know, I kind of felt so bad. I'm like, Mom, that's so sad that you did that for us because you, you gave up your happiness for us, and we're so unhappy about it because you can feel that. Children can feel when something's, like, going on. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, um, yeah, so when I found out that, and it's kind of the way my dad kind of said it, like, when he, my mom kind of forced him to have that talk with us to let, you know, let us know what's going on, and he was watching basketball on TV. I think it was, like, the playoffs or something, and he was had a beer in his hand, in which I knew all too well, mm-hmm. and he just paused the TV, and he looked at us, he said, I, you guys have another sister, her name is Heaven, how ironic. Wow. And um, I've been, you know, me and your mother are getting divorced. I've cheated on your mother countless of times and blah, blah, blah. He looked at us. We looked at him. And I just remember me saying something like, wow, that's such a contradiction. Like, how could you fornicate with my, you know, like, cheat on my mom and then name the daughter heaven and then all this stuff. Yeah. And then he just looked at us and he, no sorry, no anything. And he just, he, you know, played the TV and we walked out. And that's when my world was just like, it just stopped. So I was like, you know what, fuck this. I'm, I got a drink. <laughs> yeah, it was just then, so much yeah, just hitting you at once. So much. And it came out of nowhere. But the weirdest thing is I asked for this because I was, you know, Twitter heavily. And I'm like, I want a spiritual reckoning. I need something that's going to force me to wake up. Mm-hmm. Where I know my purpose. Where I know what I need to do. You know? Yeah. So all of these things just started coming out. The truth came to light, everything. Like, oh, you want to be shaken up? I hope I got something for you. Mm-hmm. It happened. So my world is just like, what is this? Yeah. Speaking of uncomfortable. So I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. And there was a point, this is where I kind of like, okay, my spiritual evolution is happening. There was a point where I just had all these pills. I had all these pills. Wow. And I was just like, I have to take these. Because this can't be my life. There's no way. There's no way. There's just no way in the world that this is my life. Like, I'm a good person. We all say that. I'm yeah. a good person. <laughs> I don't deserve this. You know, mm-hmm. what did I do to deserve this? Like, there's horrible people out here, and I'm living this fucked up life. This is bad, right? So, I'm like, if I have a purpose here on earth, please give me a sign. Where yeah. are you, God? You know, I'm just like yelling and cursing and just angry and drunk. I'm like, fuck it. So I had these pills in my hand, and then my best friend just automatically called me out of nowhere. It's wow. like two thirty-two in the morning. Or it actually, it was two twenty-two a.m. And Whoa. I would never forget that time because I see it all the time. That's amazing synchronicity of mine. It tells oh me that I'm on the right path, but we'll get to that later. Yes. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but my best friend calls me, and she goes, "Olivia, I'm just, I just want to tell you that you're just so strong, like." You and she was crying on the phone because she was going through something with her relationship, and she was just like, 
you're so strong and you inspire me. Your heart is so pure and you go through a lot, but you always fight. And you know what? I'm going to keep fighting just because you do that. She mm-hmm. said, you're an inspiration to me. I know when I was watching my best friend Kristen and I was just like, Wow, and she was just going like it was organic. Like she didn't know what I was doing because I didn't tell anyone. I'm just drunk in my room. I'm yeah. like, I'm done with life. And at two twenty-two a.m., she called me just to tell me that and love you. You know, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. And that's when I talk was, about like, a sign. Them, Holy Jesus! Right. <laughs> and I said, you know what? Okay, I hear you. I see you. Okay. And I just flushed those pills down there. Like, you know, in the toilet, and mm-hmm. I was just like, okay. So I eventually dropped out of school because I just was so, I didn't know what to do. But when I, um, I think I, I switched to veganism, mm-hmm. and, I, you know, everything that they did on Twitter, you know, oh, you and then you <laughs> yes. do this, and then you got to do this. Spirituality <laughs> Twitter, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go vegan. I'm going to just, I'm going to get coconut oil, pour that on my life. Like, that's how to <laughs> eat, like, everybody else. I just want to stop you real quick because I think it's so interesting because I obviously like when I was in college, that's kind of when I started to really, you know, I, I felt like I was at a low point and that's when I kind of went to spirituality, obviously like, you know, nothing really close to your story. Cause that was just incredible. But it, it's interesting. No. <laughs> it's interesting you say that because, um, for me, it's something that I'm right now, like currently trying to really tap into my intuition and kind of like, uncover like my shadow and all the like deep dark stuff that's like kind of buried down and it's it's interesting that you say that like it was just coming to you so clearly like you you were so in touch even before you knew it of just like hey like you know just realizing like the things that happened to you and how they were affecting you um how do you think did you always have that like kind of intuition that you just listened to like that gut feeling or did you have to I really, think, like, dig deep and uncover it? I think we all have it, you know, but we're so distracted. Everyone, I think everyone has, like, this strong intuition that we, we name it something else, and then we cast it to the side. Yeah. So, for me, it was kind of getting away from everything that took my power away so I can solely focus on the voices that were, you know, permeating from my being itself. Like, okay, oh, that sounds like that's me. Ooh. And following it, and when I follow it, and then it leads me somewhere where I, it feels good, and things kind of feel like airline. I'm like, okay, let me follow that voice again. 
Yeah. And I think that kind of helps. There are times now, Lisa, when I kind of feel like I don't know where I'm at or what I'm doing, like, every other day. Yeah. <laughs> so what the hell? Like, I, I thought I was doing the work, but why do I feel like this today? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like your intuition is just, it's you. you. You know exactly what it is. So when you feel like you can't really hear it, it's just some type of shedding that needs to take place. Yeah. What are you focusing too much on? What fears are coming about? What are you afraid of? Like, what's going on? You have to really do that inner work and then start shedding it away so you can see yourself. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. So deep. Yeah. And, like... It's definitely... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say it definitely just sounds good. Like when it comes out of my mouth, it sounds like smooth and tranquil. Like, oh yeah, you're right, you're right, I knew that. But when you're actually doing the work, it's hard. Yes. It is so true. I always try to say like growth is not easy. Like you have to really kind of dig deep and uncover some, you know, sometimes like ugly parts of yourself and just accepting things that happen to you. It's 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 the hardest thing to be woke. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, and then I think on top of that, on top of accepting these things that happen to you, it's kind of taking accountability, too. Ah, yes. Because we always want to put off something on someone else. Like, oh, no, no, this is too much for me. You did this. You made me feel this way. You know, F you. Yeah, it was never projecting. Like, yeah, so we're always projecting all these things on other people, where sometimes we really have to focus on, like, ourselves and where we went wrong. Mm-hmm. And then that's how that work starts, you know? Yeah. So that's also a challenge that I'm still working through now. But, you know, it's definitely worth it. Yes. It's definitely worth it. Definitely. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I have, like, my mind is, like, racing. I have so many, like, different questions. Okay. Going <laughs> going back to synchronicities. What do you think those are? Because I also, I have a time that I always see on the clock. It's usually, like, 34, or I see, like, not even on the clock. Like, I see 34 everywhere. Um, we have to find out what that means. Yeah. some. I just, I don't know. Is it, do you think, do you consider it, like, an angel number? Because that's what I've heard people say. Or, Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, as you know, vibration is basically just energy mapped out. Yeah. Et cetera, like, with frequency and everything. So numbers, they hold different vibrations. As with anything, like talking or sound waves, everything has a vibration. Yeah. So if you see like two, 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 that's a different type of vibration. And it could be like an angelic number or your angels, whatever you feel like it is, yeah. that's what it is. It's different to everyone. So for me, it'll be 444, 222. When I see any type, 1111, like these types of numbers are like messages, like reminders. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm still trying to like, find out exactly what it means. I'm like, okay, so every time I see this number, what does that mean to me? Yeah, I try to pay attention I, to, like, how you know? I'm feeling, but, like, it's yeah. always different, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of right. just, like, I'm just like, okay, I like, maybe I'm just, I feel supported, like, by the universe, the right. angels, I don't know, but maybe it's just, like, letting us but know they're there. <laughs> yes, and I, I agree, that's what I think it is, and I also think that, when you honor these synchronicities that you see, they keep coming, and then you become more cognizant of what it is and what it means to you. Mm, yes. So now I just see so much. I see these numbers, and like, especially when I'm down, I'll see like 4, 4, 4, 11, 11, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2
anything on the receipt. And then I just smile and I'm like, okay, I honor you. I hear you. Thank you. Yeah. And then it keeps happening. So I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. It's just, it's such a beautiful thing. Like you have to go through all like the darkness, but when you do kind of feel more awakened and you see all these synchronicities, it's just, it's so beautiful. Like I feel so supported and I'm like, wow, like right. you feel so powerful. <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty sure people think I'm crazy because I was in Whole Foods the other day and it was like, my change was 444 and I was like, oh my God, yay. Oh my God, that happens to me all the time. I freak out because like, it was so crazy. I was going through kind of like a crazy work week last week and like, you know, long story short, it was just something like pretty drastic happened. And I remember I was just like, I was freaking out all day. And I went to put on my chapstick and I just, for some reason I was putting on my chapstick. I look inside the cap and there's the number 34 inside the ca- the chapstick lid. I lost it. I was like, oh my God. And people are like, what? And I'm oh like, God. yeah, it was insane. So that stuff always happens to me with that number. And it's just, it's, I can't ignore it, you know? <laughs> yes, you have to. Have you ever tried to look it up and see what, like, 34 means? Yeah, I'm definitely going to, because I need to know. (laughs) Yes, after this conversation, look it up, and we'll talk about it. Okay, (laughs) cool. And also, um, I don't know, I think I've obviously seen you talk about this on Instagram before, but, like, how do you feel about, like, manifesting, and do you feel like you have manifesting abilities? Have you manifested anything before? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So it also comes with... um, I mean, I feel like I'm biased. I say you have to be somewhat realistic because obviously I can't say I'm going to manifest a million dollars. Yeah. It comes into my account tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people say you have to do that. Some people say you have to think big. So then I feel like I can think big in different ways. I know what I want. And a million dollars, I don't know. I think that's a little bit extra. But yeah. I manifested. I was. I think I manifested my son, Zion. Oh, <laughs> Yes. Yes, so I I have trouble with the letting go because okay here's here's something that I've talked about on the podcast many times and I kind of want to hear your insight on it too because I know that um you seem to be in a happy relationship and stuff so I always talk about Um, like huh
Okay. I totally still no. thought you were. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, because I, I know it because I kind of kept it kind of exclusive. But yeah. Like, I, you know, I only post a little bit, but now, like in some of like, my posts, I'll talk about like single motherhood or something, but it's never been like, F this man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't <laughs> know, y'all, let me post this first chat real quick. <laughs> yeah. That's what a lot of women do now. Like, they're like, oh, I'm single, let me exploit this. <laughs> Yeah, no, and you, you definitely shouldn't. You like, you, like I feel like that's the like age we live in. We just feel like we have to like tell everyone our business all over social Everything. media. Like, we don't. Some things can be private. <laughs> it's crazy because I have to tell myself that too. Um, especially when it comes to like posting or blogging or anything. Like, I have to tell myself, like, okay, I'm single. Like, you don't have to post every single thing. If someone has a question, you can answer it. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> I guess I'll still ask my question. I don't know. But, well, basically, it's not even just manifesting a relationship. Just manifesting, like, anything. Do you, like, make lists? And, like, how do you let it go? Like, what is that process? Because that's something I don't really understand. Um, okay, so I do make a list, especially if it's, like, important goals. Like, I know that I want, like, something as, like, financial stability, a new job, a new car. I see this in my life, love, partnership, anything, I will write it down, and I also make a vision board, because I'm a visual person, so I need to see, like, colors and images, or something that I can look at every day, where it's on my mind, yeah. and when you write it down, I just kind of just say, like, a prayer, or a mantra over it, and I let it go, some people, I know that they burn it, and that's their idea of letting it go, like, okay, it's, you know, so it is, I'm gonna burn this, so I'm not always looking at everything, making yeah. checking it off my list. I know it's going to come. Yeah, you, you just know, believe it. Like, oh my God, you know, I just can't let it go. I think a great thing to do is to write it down and then just release it by burning it. Mm. Or even just throwing it up, ripping it up, throwing it away, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And just saying, and so it is. Even if you think about it every day, that's fine. You don't need to do the physical manifestation of burning it, but you're fine, you yeah. know? Yeah, so, so it is. And so it is. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. And period. Yeah, trying to manifest my, like, amazing boyfriend. I know he's out there. I feel him coming to me, but it's just been a while, and I don't know. I I feel like, like, I've manifested him, but he's just not in existence yet, you know? (laughs) I haven't met him. Yeah. Well, to answer your question, I did manifest, like, my, um, my past partner. I wrote down all these attributes and characteristics of how I wanted him to look down to how I wanted him to be. Wow. So the thing with that is you really need to know what you want and make sure you're in the great space. Not like this great, perfect space, because that doesn't exist. That's mm-hmm. every moment. But a space where you're like, well, you know what you need. You know who you are. You know where you lack and what you probably need to work a little bit more on. Where you're not carrying someone down. You know what I mean? So yeah. just, just be honest with yourself, okay? If you feel like you're argumentative person, 
you're not going to say that you want someone who, um, let me see. I can't even think of the word. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. Oh, but you kind of understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you you don't want someone who's, like, too aggressive or too pushy. You're not going to put that on the paper. Yeah. You're probably going to class, so you're already setting yourself up. Yeah. So, I think you should just write a nice list. If you haven't already, like, what are you looking for in a guy? Oh, if this is like turning around. It's like interviewing me. Um, so <laughs> I, I genuinely want to know. <laughs> I'm gonna throw some people I just want someone that I feel, and this is like so cliche, but it's like I just want to feel very like at home with them and like comfortable. And when I say comfortable, it's just like. You know when you just, like, you just click with someone so well, like, you don't really have to, like, talk. You just feel really, like, at home with them. I don't have to, like, try to be someone I'm not. I feel like when I try to date, I'm always just, like, trying to be the girl that I think that they'll like. And it's just, right. like... and that's, that's what I did. Yeah. And <laughs> clearly that doesn't work, <laughs> so, no, you know. Right. But, yeah, I have been doing, like, a lot of just, like, inner work and just kind of, like... Um, there's this person, you should follow them, actually. They're called Free and Native on Instagram. It's, like, her name is Lacey Phillips, but anyways, basically, she, her, um, manifestation technique is basically saying that you have to align your self-worth with what you desire. And I think about that, and I'm just like, okay, maybe I don't yet believe that I'm worth the type of guy that I want in my life. And I'm like, ugh, triggering. (laughs) That is triggering, because that's exactly... Yeah. Ruin that little so true yeah and it's amazing to come to this realization because 
we are always chasing something. Always. <laughs> always. Oh, I. That's so funny. I literally tweeted something like that the other day because I'm just like, I'm just so sick of like, I feel like I, I make things happen for myself and I have, I have so many blessings in my life, but I'm always yeah. kind of, once I receive my blessing, I'm like, okay, that's cool. And I'll, I'll show gratitude for like one second. And then I just move on yeah. to the next obstacle. I'm like, okay, what else? Same. And it's just exactly. like, I just want to like, do like <laughs> be happy and just be like, wow, look at all that I've done. Like, look at all the work that has like yeah. paid off and Sometimes I forget to do exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm always trying to show more gratitude and just become more grateful. I used to, you like when people ask me what I wanted to be when I was in college, I'd hold my head with such confidence and say, I want to be a forensic psychologist, and after that, I'm going to do my master's and just this, and I'm going to travel the world, and I'm going to do this, and it sounded good. Yeah. You know, because I love how their expressions would light up, like, ooh, ooh, she's a smart young black woman. Yes, yep. Because when they ask me that now, or, yeah, when they ask me that now, I can just just want to be happy. I I just want to be happy and free and, yeah, yeah, of course I'm going to travel and I'm going to be an amazing woman, but I want to know who I am. I want to be comfortable in that. I want to stand taller than my worth and I want to be happy. Wow. And that looks so priceless, but I feel so good when I say it. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful and amazing. Do you feel like um, becoming a mother kind of helped you, you know, with growth and just everything as well? Certainly. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I feel like we went about, like, my birthing story. Like, I had this whole natural water birth, and it was the most beautiful thing ever. It was amazing. Yeah. But the pregnancy wasn't the best, like. Me and my partner lived in Atlanta, no furniture. Um, I thought that I was pregnant. I was like six weeks. We were sleeping on the floor, which is a pillow. I had nothing. Wow. I had a blow up mattress. You know, I have love, which is everything. But at the same time, materialistically, like, I have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, that must have been like really scary. It was scary. It was hard. And then my partner at the time, he was always working or out. You know, putting the gun somewhere, I would always be home. And there was a time where our lights were off to like a week. And oh I had just bought all this food, and I felt like things were just getting good. And then that night, our lights went out. All of us bad. And I was like, you know, so scared from going home. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I went home, and that was my first trimester. And I thought that I lost the baby. Because, um, yeah. I just had some symptoms, so I was in the hospital. Everything was fine. Yeah. I'm like, I have to go home. This is too stressful. And mm-hmm. I got a job. And everything just felt good. But then I hated my midwife. I mean, I really did not like her. Not hate, but I just really didn't like my midwife at all. Oh, um, trying to download so much fear into me. And I found that that was very weird because you're a midwife. So you should yeah. understand that fear deteriorates the fetus. And, you know, it makes me bad and make my body, you know, mm-hmm. shut down, so why would you do that? But I found out by being a doula that a lot of black women go through a lot through pregnancy, where our mortality rates are 40%. Yeah, I've read that before. very scary. Yeah. Yeah, it's just very scary. So when she told me that I couldn't have the birth that I desired and that I was getting, like, gestational diabetes and all of this stuff, I was like, you know what? I'm done. Um, so I fired her, and I went without having a midwife. Wow. And I found a home birth midwife, and her name was Zaina, and she was amazing. And we had the most beautiful, healthy, 
home birth, a six-hour birth, and it was just wow. everything. Oh and after that, I felt like the strongest person in the world. Like, you couldn't tell me anything. Yeah. I was stressed. I felt like this experience, I felt so close to source when I was giving birth. I was like, I have meaning. I'm powerful. <laughs> I'm that's just it is so powerful just like you are really just bringing a life into the world like being a woman is just so incredible like what the body can do that's amazing yes that's awesome yes so yes and when i was giving birth i kind of felt like this is my body because like when i was speaking about the rape incident first i felt like i I didn't know whose body i was living in and that's kind of how i felt lost for so long because i just like that was my body anymore because yeah. someone had took advantage of it and I didn't say anything about it I didn't I couldn't find my voice at the time but when I gave birth I felt like this is my body and I have purpose and I did this and I'm powerful and oh, something so beautiful. like that will never happen again and oh my gosh yeah. I could cry because it was such a powerful moment for me it's like this is mine I own this and I'm powerful and this is my truth Seriously, he sounds like he just sounds like such a blessing. Like this whole story, just like it just all comes back full circle. Like your little baby boy that you you felt before he was even born, like before he was even conceived. Like you just knew that he was coming and he was for you. And like Mm -hmm. that's just so. uh, I'm like, I love that. (laughs) That's so beautiful. Totally a blessing. I love him so much, and he's like the smartest little. And I, I know you will. I already know. Oh, that's so awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. We've been, like, blabbing away for so long. I can't believe it. Okay. Oh, I know. I wish you lived in Boston. I would just, like, talk to you all the time. But, um. Yes. I know, right? in Boston? Yeah, I'm in Boston. Oh, my God. Yeah. like a lot of like seafood like um clam chowder nothing like we're not really known for anything that great i guess (laughs) yeah yeah everyone loves boston yeah i don't hear your accent though where's your accent no no i don't have an accent no why try it out i gotta hear it try it out um oh god i don't know it's like so embarrassing like Paki can have it, yeah. Like, we don't pronounce our R's. We're just like, bah. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I would have been great when I was younger because I could never pronounce my R's. And people thought that I had the worst speech impediment. Oh, no. So, yeah, that's normal yeah. here. Yep. <laughs> uh, 
Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. Okay. Let's just wrap it up, I guess. Um, what would be like one message you could give to like my female listeners who are kind of like going through some things or just kind of trying to like break through their like awakening process and just slowly yeah. just trying trying to get into spirituality and growth and self love, all the things. Yeah. Well, I would first say breathe. Like truly breathe, feel your heartbeat, know that you have a purpose, and though sometimes things feel dark and heavy and confusing, know that you're here for a reason, and you're an amazing piece of this puzzle that we call life, and if I can do it, and I can do so much, I truly believe in you. Like, no matter what you're doing, no matter who you are, no matter how you may feel, know that you are so important and you are so powerful and I'm just speaking to this I'm speaking to myself when I was younger when I was feeling like down and confused and suicidal or whatever yeah and which these feelings are natural to have I don't want people to feel bad if they're feeling this way one you need to feel everything before anything so it's okay if you feel down or bad I mean it's duality you need that balance because one day you're going to mm-hmm. feel amazing and happy and positive, and you can only appreciate that when you have felt like those bad things. But yep, that's something I'm learning yes, right now, too, the duality. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so when I have a bad day, I'm like, okay, cool, I honor you. You're not going to get annoyed with me today. Like, I understand it's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to be angry down, but I'm not going to let this consume me. I'm mm-hmm. not going to let this, you know, manifest on tomorrow, like, I'm just fine. Good. I have this bad day. I'm going to get through it. I'm going to take it a day at a time. It's fine. So, yeah. so if anyone is going through something, just know that you're the truth. And you don't, honestly, you don't have to look anywhere outside of yourself. Just really try to do the inner work. And if you need help, reach out. Like, it's okay to reach out and talk to Yes. Get involved in the community where you so, you know. <laughs> like how I randomly slid into your DMs. <laughs> yes, like Lisa. <laughs> and I loved it. Thank you so much. This is awesome. I love this conversation. It was so good. I do too. Oh my God, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. I love it. I hope to have you back on again. Thanks so much. Um, do you want to plug anything? Like, yeah, we. I told them that, you know, your Instagram handle, Divine Wanderer. I know you, do you have a, mm-hmm. I think you have a doula page as well? Yeah, I do. And it's on online, Divine Wanderer as well. Okay. Awesome. And I'll link that in the description, everybody. Thanks so much, Olivia, again. You're welcome. Thank you for having me, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Oh, wow, you guys. How awesome was that conversation? I loved having Olivia on. Thank you so much again, Olivia. This was such an awesome episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. As usual, make sure you're subscribed to me on iTunes. Check me out on SoundCloud and iHeartRadio. I love you guys so, so much. See you next week. Bye.